You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. All right. What is up, y'all? Uh, feel that. Let it run for a second. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Blunt Talk with Zeus. It's your boy Z. Mm. Feel that. That's the vibe in the next hour. You know? mm. Man, we got a great show for you today. I am so stoked for this. I have got my queen in the studio. What's up, y'all? My girl, Farron Rose. Say hey, babe. Hey, everybody. It's so wonderful to be here today. Man, it is so good to have you here. Starting off with a spicy one right away for y'all. Oh. We're digging deep into it. Talking about conscious relating. Right? Talking about deep dives into what it takes in relationship. Talk a little bit about you, mm-hmm. things that you're going through. But before we get started, man, hey, I just want to let y'all know. Right? Wherever y'all at right now, whatever you're going through, whatever life has handed you, you know, everybody got challenges, but you are enough. All right? And you matter. Big facts. Nobody told you today, you matter. You woke up today, you want this earth? Big shouts to you. All right? Fuck yes. Yeah, we're going to start there. That's the vibe. Uh, man, what a show. This, this was so, this is so meant to be because, you know, I do, do the mental health thing for men, but this whole show was to be mental health for everybody, right? I wanted to open it up because like, you know, she's told me, you know, there's, there's a, just a different side of it for women, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Mental health is so different for, for both sides, but everybody's going through it. So... You know, we were standing, you know, my, my scheduled guests had a conflict and it was like, all right, let's move it. And we're standing there in the kitchen. There's a group of us. And she's like, well, your show is for men and women, right? And there's like four or five of us in the kitchen. And I was like, we kind of just looked at each other and everybody was like, oh, everybody like, just knew. <laughs> they just knew it was it. This is meant to be like, that is it. It's, it's meant to be. So she's here and it, it was so easy. And we do this all the time anyways. Yeah, that's so, right. It's about time we put this down on, on record. Um, but babe, let's let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about you. Give a little bit about your background. She is a goddess, y'all, an absolute goddess. I'm telling you, Aww. she is does all kinds of shit, and I cannot wait to hear a little bit about her story. Well, yeah. So I am a performance artist. I am a love coach and a body speaker. I speak body. I'm a massage therapist as well here in Los Angeles, California. And um, gosh, I came to LA to pursue my dream of being a performance artist and I've just smashed that. I really did do what I came here to do, which feels so good to be, you know, paid to do my art. Awesome. So what I do is I do... That's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. Dream come true. I'm a fire performance artist. I do um, hula hooping primarily. Um, with multiple hoops and I like like four <laughs> at a time on fire 
<laughs> and I have an acrobatic performance partner, and we do acrobatic what? flow, what I call acro flow. So he puts me up in acrobatic poses, and I spin hoops up there, and it's it's uh, pretty edgy. It's boundary pushing, and it's so so fun. It takes a lot of training, um, but I love it. Absolutely love it. And she's incredible. Yeah, but that shit is intense. It is intense. <laughs> it's like wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I also have a troupe called Alliance of Gaia with some beautiful goddess sisters. And Alliance of Gaia fuses storytelling and fire performance and acrobatics and aerial arts in, uh, in like a whole stage presentation that is really all about um, empowerment and inspiration and telling a new story um, that kind of ushers in a new age for humanity. So that is another big passion project of mine within my performance world. And yeah, and then the coaching work I do is basically just teaching people how to more deeply love themselves so they can show up in love really grounded and empowered, um, you know, whether they're already in a relationship or they're seeking love. Mm -hmm. um, I just bring a lot of tools that really help expand our expression of self-love so we can really show up the best we can within love with another. Well, and self-love isn't easy no so you got to be able to show up for yourself before you can show up for somebody else yeah how many times have we come back to that <laughs> <laughs> over and over that shit is real that is so so real that is amazing by the way did you talk about how those uh you do fire performance did you talk about that yeah yeah okay yeah don't forget those hoops are on fire <laughs> some hands and them damn hoops are on fire like Wow. Yeah. There's something really that, magical about playing with that element. Oh, my goodness. It's got, a, like, its own life. It really, truly does. Yes. It really does. No, it really does. And it is. It's amazing. So kudos to you for being able to live your dream. Also, uh, she mentioned Alliance of Gaia, this group. They're incredible. I need to give a shout-out to Alliance of Guy. <laughs> um, it's which, all the boyfriends of the which girls. Which is all the boyfriends of... The girls in the group of Alliance of Gaia, and we just get together, and uh, we wear matching outfits, and <laughs> you know, we're there men. for each other. We're, all, we're the hype men, but uh, Alliance of Gaia, we're currently working on our routines. <laughs> um, but shout out to that. Mm. Um, so we want to. I want to talk a little bit about how you know we talk about what you do and things like that. I want to know how cannabis has positively impacted your life. Oh, hell yeah. So but tell me a little bit about that journey because her your story through that is is amazing. Like actually has to deal with the hoop, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, gosh, I guess probably mostly back in college, I started um, exploring cannabis as a way of treating my anxiety. I've got kind of um, mild to intense anxiety. Um, and I found that when I was Using cannabis, it was a way for me to really tap into my body, and my body offered a place of expansion and relaxation that um, was just really, it was medicine, truly, in some of those difficult times in college. Um, and then also, as I discovered the hula hoop, um, let's see, also in the middle of col my college years, I was right around 20, uh, I found how incredibly magical it was to smoke weed and then hula hoop. And I used to stop hooping mid-flow because I just, this like incredible move would just come out of nowhere. I would just be like, what was that? Oh my God. And I would just stop hooping for a second. I'd kiss my fingers and kiss the sky and be like, thanks, weed fairy. Because it was truly like, it would just come downloaded out of the ether. And I would just like give a little <coughs> bow to uh, Mama Ganja's spirit for, for that inspiration. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, so over time, I really found it was an amazing study tool, truly. I would study flow with weed and just be blown away by the incredible expansions and new uh, moves that would come out of that. Or I would, it would take a move and like push it to like another realm. Um, it's kind of hard to ex- explain, but it was just a really, really useful study tool for me. And it definitely enhanced my art like major. And I think a lot of artists um, who are, you know, Im- imbibers of weed, is that a word? Imbibers? They imbibe weed. Maybe uh, it is now. Maybe it is now. Um, they <laughs> would probably report something similar that they really find mm-hmm. like, an incredible Fact. source of inspiration um, from using cannabis. And that I'm just no different. I really, really am so grateful to the marijuana plant for marijuana spirit for everything that she's gifted me within my art. And um, yeah, so that was one thing that marijuana's done for me, major, major. And the other is um, is totally different. Um, I, in the last maybe like four years, have started playing with tantric style lovemaking. Oh, oh, and there's that spiciness. Ooh, oh, surprise. Yeah, so I, um, you know, I don't want to go too deep into it, but tantra is so much more than um, sexual, sexual you know, based stuff. Mm-hmm. It goes into like the fabric of everything. Go Google it. It's amazing. Um, but tantric style lovemaking is a style of lovemaking where you really, really um, dive deep into presence, presence with your partner, presence with your breath. Um, and I found that using marijuana in a tantric style lovemaking session enabled me and my partner to go even deeper into that space of presence, that like truly juicy enjoyment of everything the present moment has to offer. And, um, oh my gosh, just so grateful for um, the marijuana plant, for everything that she kind of gifted me in that space because it truly changed the way that I looked at lovemaking and um, it just greatly enhanced that experience for me mm-hmm. see and that's that's so funny because like you said everybody you say tantra everybody's like oh sex <laughs> and right away they're like oh they're talking about sex yes yes we are talking about sex but it's about more than that and it's so funny because i had actually started studying tantra and getting interested in it before we met within the last year and within the year before we went to the last like two, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And like it starts with, your, as like anything else, it starts with yourself. Mm-hmm. It starts with cultivating that energy in here because it is about presence and holding your presence and holding your energy. And, you know, like, yes, during it's, it's about taking that to the bedroom as well. Mm-hmm. And holding that presence. Like, where's your mind? Where's your focus, right? Yeah. Like, I, how's your eye contact? Mm-hmm. I always ask, that's something, if everybody asks, you know, well, I'm having trouble at home, I'm like, how's your eye contact? Yeah. That shit is real nice mm-hmm. and real easy and real important, mm-hmm. right? But that's just a small example of Tantra, right? Yeah. Just a piece of it. Yeah. There's so much more to it. Like she said, Google it. <laughs> that shit is so good. It goes deep. The well runs real, real deep. But yeah. but cannabis has enhanced that experience. It's enhanced that experience for me as well. And, you know, it's funny when you're younger, you're 
sexual encounters are involve mostly alcohol, yeah, right? Because yeah. you turn 21, I know. And, like, that's all right. You know, if it's your thing, it's fine. But when you're young, you just, like, out partying your ass off, doing whatever, and then you're like, oh, you want it, you want it, get it on. And it's different when you consume cannabis. I, just night and day. Mm-hmm. At least for me, personally, it's been. I don't know, I don't know about you. Definitely. I mean, I can't, I can't really drink. Right. Before. <laughs> yeah. Getting on nah, the corner, not nah. even close. No. I mean, I don't, I don't drink much anyways, but yeah, right. I mean, definitely that was um, a part of my college experience was getting smashed and ending up in situations that maybe I didn't really want to end up in. And mm-hmm. I am, um, yeah, so grateful to um, truly actually like flow arts. Hula hooping is considered a flow art. It's a tool that brings you to a space of flow, space of non-thought, space of just pure presence. And that tool helped me cultivate a sense of self-love, um, self-worth. And I didn't feel like I needed to go out and get drunk and hook up with random people anymore. Suddenly right. I was like, I don't, I don't need that. I can find that same sense of satisfaction uh-huh. just on my own with my flow prop. And, and then that led to me finding an, like an actual real beautiful connection with somebody who really saw me. And, uh, and we like took our time getting to know each other and, um, I, that truly all was on the other side of me first committing again, committing to myself, committing to myself. Love. Imagine that. Yeah. It's all coming back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. You got a favorite strain? Oh, I do have a favorite strain. Actually, this is so funny that we were just talking about Tantra because my favorite strain is Kana Sutra. Ooh. Kana Sutra won the Cannabis Cup in 2016. Oh, really? shit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever smoked Canna Sutra. When was the last time you had it? Oh my gosh, it's been a couple of years. It's the flagship strain of uh, this, the dispensary by the same name, Canna Sutra, um, here in the valley, actually. Wow. No shit? Mm-hmm. If anybody out there, well, shout out to, you know, Canna Sutra. If anybody knows where to get it, <laughs> hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. I've never had it. What is Indica hybrid? It's an Indica leaning hybrid. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You do love your Indicas. I do. Yeah, she does. She loves her Indicas. <laughs> that is the truth. See, my personal favorite strain, I don't know if I talked about this, my personal favorite strain, I have never been able to find here in California. Never. I've been here for what? Eight years? Almost now? Yeah, in November. I have never been able to find the golden goat. I... It's just, that, just Colorado has it. It's except for Colorado. That's where we had, we have to fly to Colorado. We literally to get it. flew to Denver for my birthday. <laughs> the first day we after we landed, I was like, we gotta go to the dispensary and get some golden goat. <laughs> I needed sativa, best sativa I've ever had. Euphoric, uplifting, like creative. I'm not even a sativa person and I loved it. So much that I paid like ninety bucks for a vape cartridge of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit was worth it though. It was, it was, it was right. amazing. Who was it by? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I don't remember. I don't remember. It, it's the best. It's my favorite strain. Never never found it in California. That's another thing. If anybody knows where I can get some golden goat, um, yes, no. hit me up. I am looking for it everywhere. That shit is my favorite. Um, wow. So Kana Sutra, that's, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't find that uh, when we were just across the sea. No, and it's didn't. funny you didn't mention that. 
No, I think I, it just is at that that one dispensary. I think the dispensary is fed by um, I forget the name of the farm collective, but it's just like farm collective, and it's probably similar to the Golden Goat. Honestly, like there's have strains that are like their strains, like you know, exclusive. Like you can only get yeah. there. But yeah, we were just in Amsterdam, and we found some other delicious stuff. What did we have? Zion Zion Haze, Haze y'all. Yeah. This yeah. sativa hybrid. It was like sixty forty, and we had. A fucking blast. Just kept going back for it. We couldn't stop. God, we smoked so much of that shit. <laughs> it was like my whole three quarters of my budget for Amsterdam. We were there for what, eight days? Three quarters of my budget was just weed. <laughs> that happens though, man. That's the way, yeah, whatever. Amsterdam. That shit was incredible. It was like some kind of incredible hydro, beautiful. It was mm-hmm. squishy. It was dank. It was soft. Like, you know, it was just perfect. And and shout out to Gray Area where we got it because, man, we walked in there and I looked down at the menu and she was talking and I just said out loud to myself, I was like, I'm looking for something that's creative, euphoric, uplifting, all of that. And like daytime weed. And the guy behind the counter was like, turns around and goes to his buddy who's working the shop and it was like creative, uplifting, euphoric, daytime weed. And he pulled out five bins, brought it over to me. We got yeah. some dank. Great service. Went to the river. It was too dank. I'm a grinder guy. I'll come clean. I, I need a grinder to grind that shit up if I'm going to roll or pack a J or a blunt because I just, like, I need that clean smoke. And I was doing it by hand. It was getting, my fingers are getting stuck together. This shit was so good. And I'm like, I need a grinder. I'm going to run back to the shop as we were sitting by the river. I ran back to the shop and asked the guy, I'm like, hey, do you sell grinders? And he goes, oh, you need one to roll up? He goes, here, he just reaches on the counter and slides it to me. He goes, just bring it back when you're done. It was like his personal grinder. His personal fucking grinder guy just gives it to me and rolled it down. We went down to the river, rolled it up, smoked one. We are there for like 25 minutes, half hour, just chilling, enjoying the views, right? Having a great time. And then brought it back to him, no problem. They were just, they were the Super homies. Super homies. Man. Oh, man, that was so good. That was so good. I had a, I had a blast, but... Um, you know, speaking of conscious relating, Amsterdam wasn't all sunshines and rainbows, was it? No, it wasn't. It's such a beautiful city, everybody. If you can make it over there. Oh my God, I love Amsterdam. Get over there. But yeah, we, we had a pretty big blowout there in that beautiful city on the banks of one of those amazing canals. Um, and, uh, it definitely, I guess was like a moment that begged us to do one of two things. Look our traumas in the face. Yeah, look our traumas in the face and decide it's time to to do some serious healing work on ourselves. Right. Or pull the parachute cord and run, you know? It was that moment. Always have that option. It was both of us had gotten triggered and it was just, you know, it was one of those big time fights. And you're traveling with somebody is totally different than being with them here. We just moved in together and it was... It's a big one. And like you said, you got those two options. But the thing about love is love is about choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have the choice to not pull that pin and blow away in the wind and just Mm -hmm. give up on everything you're building. Mm -hmm. Because, like, love is fucking hard. Love is hard. It is so hard, especially when it's real. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It just takes time and effort. Yeah. Yeah. And I should maybe pause and just say um, to our listeners, if you guys 
um, have never heard of conscious relating before. Conscious relating is um, a style of relationship where you really take radical responsibility for really everything that happens in that relationship. You know, it's really easy to be like, you did this to me and I'm the victim and blah. But there's no power in that, right? None. There's no power just in that. Just the blame game. It's just, again, it just evolves into pigs throwing shit at each other. Yeah, but if you can pause and really stop to say, okay, what's my role in this? Or how can I show up even better? And... um and what's the work that I need to do on myself, you know? Right. Why do I feel the way I feel? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you, man, I was mad as fuck. <laughs> man, just an ass at some point. And having to have that conversation and ask myself that question was almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, why are you mad? And I was like, well, because I didn't speak the way I really felt in the moment and I just let it fester Mm -hmm. and now it's worse because I didn't speak my truth Mm -hmm. and I'm angry at myself for sitting on my truth for so long yeah and it's like (laughs) you know like ah fucking a and like this triggered me like oh well that's the area you need to do the work and it's like yeah okay you're right Mm -hmm. you know it's like I love her I, 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 I choose this like every, I would choose this every day. I choose this every fucking day. And it's because the work is so rewarding. It's so deep, but it's so fucking rewarding. Like, man, I do feel like our fights are always productive. I think that's, that's amazing. That's the thing though. You know, you actually like come that's the, other the end. fucking thing. <laughs> like the fights awareness. are always productive Something and more. it's, I don't know, like it's all good. Yeah. Like, it always works out because it's about communication. i got to stress that to people right now. Conscious relating, regular relating, marriage, whatever, relating with yourself has got to be about honest fucking communication. And you are selling yourself and everybody in your life short if you're not doing it that way. Because they say the truth shall set you free. Like, dude, I used to have a lying problem. Trying to remember that bullshit with the people you love. That shit gets exhausting and eventually it catches up to you. And like, it's not worth it. And you could just be yourself. It's so easy. Like, we love you for who you are. And it took me years to get to that fucking point. Years until I was, it wasn't until like six years ago. I'm, it's, I'm still working on it because it's a day to day battle for people. It's so hard to look yourself in the mirror and be like, hey man, you're enough. You're good. I see you. Sexy bastard. Like, you know, most days it's like, oh, like, oh, this, I got a, you know, I got a gray hair here. You know, I don't, I don't like the way my hair looks or, or whatever, you know, like I want, I want to work on this part of my body, whatever. Like everybody does that. That's so easy. But if you can be honest with yourself, let it go and love yourself and just let that shit go. Then somebody can come into your life who can also love you because they love them. They can choose to love you. you. Yeah, exactly as you are. As you are enough. As you are. (sighs) Cannot stress that shit enough, okay? Mm -hmm. Everybody wakes up and feels like they're behind. We live in a world of social media. That shit is brutal. Mm -hmm. That shit is not easy. Mm -hmm. But like, dog, you are enough. Sis, you are enough. Mm -hmm. Right? Just understand that. And that shit is very hard. But remember all the remember this. 
It's worth it at the end of the day. It's just like being in a relationship. The choice to choose love every day. It's worth it. Worth it. Yeah. And here's the other thing about it. Here's the other honest truth. You can't make somebody else work on themselves. Oh, this is so real. <laughs> like, okay, the tagline of this show is real people, real stories, real shit. And this is the real shit. You can't make people fix themselves. You can bring it to the table all you want. You can beg them. But, man, I will tell you, we just had this conversation, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Because she is, she's choosing therapy and the way she wants to do it, I think it's fucking beautiful and I support it 200%. Mm -hmm. But I had said that she had mentioned the we, and I know this happens in a lot of relationships. Like, oh, well, you know, we need to go to therapy and, like, work on our traumas. And <sighs> it's hard to tell somebody this, but it's like, it's not your life to decide that. Mm -hmm. And, like... We had that conversation where I'm like, I love you, and I know I need to work on myself, but, like, you need to let me get there on my own time. <laughs> and she was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, because... when you're right. <laughs> thank you. That's, that's, I'm just being real. I fucking love you. I'm just being real. And, 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 you know, I also told her that she's not wrong for wanting me to seek that help out as well, because it's a betterment step for myself. I know it's not from a malicious place. People have to understand that. You have to stop taking shit personally. Y'all, that shit isn't easy. You stop taking shit personally and start seeing them as your ally and your teammate. And it's hard because when they say stuff that pisses you off, it's real easy to be like, you're my enemy. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm guilty. <laughs> Picking up your weapons, going to war. <laughs> Lay my weapons down. But I do. That's my defense mechanism, straight up, is to like... You know, we had a like a, uh, when I spoke my truth and we had a real deep conversation, I laid something bare that like, I couldn't believe I was able to lay bare. And the weight of like, my entire emotional feeling, because we had gotten to that point and I was like, look, I, a switch has flipped for me and I just don't know. And, like, it was something I was going through. Yes, it was because of something that you had triggered in me. Like, yes, she did it. But, like, it's so fucking easy to just, like, blame that on her and pull the pin. Mm -hmm. Parachute out this bitch. Oh, you want to talk to me? You want to think it's me? You want to pull? You want to trip that trigger? See ya. Whoosh. Nah, son. Not here. Mm -hmm. No, we fight for that shit. We fight for love in this house. Mm -hmm. And it was, like... Okay. Just speak your truth. Yeah. What harm can it do? Well, and that's actually another part of conscious relating is even figuring out what your truth is. So another aspect of conscious relating is self-awareness, mm. is maybe taking that pause away from your partner, away from everything, and tuning in to what's going on in you, what's really going on, what's really the root of what you're feeling. Right. What what is self awareness to you? That's that's kind of a loaded fucking question. It's a little deep. Yeah. But like that has been a theme that comes up in my life lately a ton. Is self awareness? Uh, what are you self awareness to you? You need to work on your self awareness. Like I've heard that 
that's been a theme for years, and I'm like, it, I feel like that's something that means difference to everybody, but maybe I'm wrong. I would love to hear what it means to you. Yeah. Very curious. Well, thanks for asking. Um, for me, the way I think about it is it is um, a moment of pause away from maybe the trigger um, or, uh, you know, just the craziness that's going on, whatever it is, a pause where you can just be still mm -hmm. and feel and truly feel into what is going on in me. Maybe even feeling the place in my body where I feel it. Does it feel like heat? Does it feel like constriction? Um, you know, we do this practice, that, um, Zeus and I, where we, if we're having a fight, we can say, you know, pause five breaths. Will you take five, five deep breaths with me? Yeah, exactly. Shout out to our boy, Joshua, Joshua and Lily. Yeah, Joshua Hathaway. And Lillian Love, they're uh, dear friends of ours, amazing um, facilitation coaches, or what am I trying to say, transformation coaches. Yep. Um, and uh, they brought this technique to us when he came and stayed at our place. Yeah. And that shit has been transformative it's in the middle of a so fight. Good. Like, will you take five deep breaths with me? And it's like, let me tell you, I said no one time, very emphatically. I may have yelled no. No! And it was like, I could feel how it hurt because as one of my good buddies explained to me, love is about choice. Okay? He said, she gave you the compromise. She gave you the out. She gave you the opportunity to choose love at the peak of your anger. And you told her no. Uh, that was the last fucking thing I wanted to hear in the moment. Like, I was just like, bless our friends for dishing it out real Fuck! Though. Like, gotta have those people in your life. Yeah. But love is about compromise. That is a choice. Because in the moment, that question is a choice. You can say yes and no. You can say no. That's real shit. That. You can say no, but like, mm, motherfucker, that leaves... That stings. That's that's not choosing love. That's choosing your anger over love. And, like, we've all been there, okay? It's going to happen. As you can see, it happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can recover from it. It's a choice. You make a mistake. You can backtrack and choose something different. Don't ever feel that, like, just because I chose something, I have to stick in this and I, you know, like... Oh, well, I can't go back because I already chose. No, no, you can go back. It's fine. You can be like, oh, look, I was fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. Which I do. I'm, I'm many times, have I not? Yeah. Yes, okay, let's start, throw that out on the table. Like, babe, I was fucking wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I was an ass. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. And We only did that once. I mean, for the most part, we do. We pause and, uh, and we do those breaths. And in that time, that's your time to just feel or do nothing actually it's really the time to do nothing at all and recalibrate rebalance come back to your center you know and um gosh does it put things into perspective wow things just snap into a whole new perspective when you take that pause and you breathe there's something so powerful about the breath oh my god so powerful about the breath Yo, just before this show, just before we recorded, 
I was in, you know, I went to the bathroom and I drank coffee. I, we didn't really eat anything physical today. We had shakes and uh, I, I don't even think I ate that protein bar that I brought with. And so I was a little shaky and I was just a little like, kind of felt like I was all over the place. We had a stressful, I had a stressful morning and I was just like breathing into it and just being like, everything's okay. Everything's going to work out. It's a good day. Like she's with me. We were vibing in the car. But I was still a little bit spicy, a little bit on edge. And so we got here and I apologized to her and I was like, hey, I've been a little bit like high stress today. I've been a little, you know, whatever. I apologize for that because you don't, you know. And she's like, no, you're fine, babe. Like, you're good. And I would, that, that was everything for me. But I went to the bathroom. I took five deep breaths in the mirror and just focused on the things that I was grateful for to be here, to have my queen here, to like help people, to talk about some real shit. Like, mm -hmm. smoke some great weed. Like, this is a blessing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, get some wax before we go to. That's, that's going to be amazing. Like, five deep breaths can change your, change your whole trajectory. Yeah. It has happened to me many times. And, like, it's just got to be the oxygen in the brain. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't like, know what, it is. what it is, but, like, Fuck real. that shit is good, right? That's real, yeah. And there's there's so many different like techniques, but that's one that we use mm -hmm. that helps us. Yeah. And I hope maybe that can help somebody out there because like, look, we all get upset. Mm -hmm. We all get angry. We all say things we don't mean. But like, that's what we're working on as people to get better, right? Mm -hmm. Our anger shows us our triggers which shows us the shit we need to work on mm -hmm. our sadness our depression like you know yeah but be good to yourself because that road is long and you're not alone but it does take some fucking time mm -hmm. like it does it takes some fucking time man and you are supported so remember that. You know what we do need to talk about as I light up this second joint? Anybody on the video feed who has been watching has probably noticed, like, why the fuck is he not passing <laughs> to her at all? What is going on? Why is she not smoking? And I would love for you to talk a little bit about that because we've heard a little bit about your influence that cannabis yeah. has had and... Um, you know, a big thing when we came together was that we smoked together and that's mm -hmm. like, you know, that's like part of our lovemaking and, mm -hmm. and other different things like that. We've made it kind of ritualistic too, but like, that's, that's something that we love. We prefer, prefer cannabis and, um, she's I'm actually, not, I'm not smoking right now. Not smoking so right now. So don't worry, he's not being super rude, but not passing me the joint. I know, but, but. You know, uh, I do apologize for not passing you the joint because even though you're not smoking, I still should have been like, huh? <laughs> no, no, eh? no, don't tempt me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not smoking right now um, for a number of reasons. One is that, um, I mean, this is going to sound really woo-woo and out there, but um, I'm just going to say it as it is. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. Don't give a fuck. Speak your truth. Yeah, it's not so, what this is about. Speak yeah. your truth. So um, marijuana spirit, marijuana, Mary Jane herself. Real. came to me and said, hey, babe, we need to take a break. It's time for us to take a break. And she actually did that like a couple months ago, and I was like, nah, not yet. 
I'm not yet. Fuck that. We're going not to yet. Amsterdam. I have to smoke in Amsterdam. Hey, you gotta so let me wait. You gotta let me do the thing. Yeah. So we. I, I hear you. Okay. I, I waited but, until I got back from Amsterdam. But yeah, um, she came to me and she said, "Hey, babe, this is this is our time for us to take a break. It might not be forever, but this is a time for you to put me down for a while." And um, then beginning, I'm just now beginning on this journey of going in and healing some traumas from my past, some pretty deep pain that, um, you know, I think to some degree we all carry some kind of trauma, you know, and right. we, we think, oh, I'm good, you know. So my whole life I've been like, oh, yeah, that's there. That was like a hard period in my past, but I'm good, you know. I'm a functional <laughs> adult, you know. I got this. I got this. And then it's like, oh, wow, actually, um, I do need to go into this this old pain and resolve it. And right. um, while I'm on that journey, I feel like it's important for me to do that sober um, and to not have any kind of influences, um, I guess, outside of caffeine. Gosh, sweet, sweet coffee. Mm. That's sweet, sweet <sighs> caffeine drip. One day I Look. might put coffee back down again, but right now I'm still letting myself drink coffee. But that is, I think, the only the only. You have to enjoy something. You have to yeah. indulge a little bit in something. In something, yeah. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm not smoking. It's not the easiest. Um, if anybody out there is listening who's gone on a break um, or maybe or have stopped smoking, you probably know that um, it can be hard, you know, because my housemates smoke, uh, my partner is smoking, and I love weed. I, I am a stoner. I am. I call right. myself a stoner. And so um, it's not, not the easiest, but it's so interesting. This time, this break, it's a lot easier than past times that I've taken a break. Um, it's just so, I just find that so remarkable, actually. Do you, do you know why? I don't. I just know it's easier. I just want it less. The, the urge is less. I don't know. Huh. That's yeah. great. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And like, this is the thing. Um, she's still like, supports my usage. Yeah, well, because like, Mary Jane didn't come to you and say, hey, dude, we need to take a break. Right. That's like, but and that's the thing. But like, conscious relating, right? <laughs> Handling our own shit yeah. and just being like, yeah, like, it's okay. Like, I know I have to stop, you know, but like, I know that this is your life and like you getting into this more, you know, with us on Haze and everything like that. This is, this is, this is me. And, and she supports it. 100%. 110%. And it goes both ways because I'm like, absolutely. You know what I mean? I try, I try not to smoke in the same spaces as her. You know, I try to have my spaces outside. I try to do my thing and like, you know, let, let her have her space, keep it clear and, and be respectful of that too. Because like, she's so, she is showing me so much love, <laughs> like just not saying something. It could be so fucking easy for people to come in and be like, you know, for, for your partner to be like, babe, I'm not smoking. Can you not smoke around me? How easy is that? How much of a fucking knee-jerk reaction is that? Be like, babe, I said I was doing this thing. Can you just not do that thing? Can you respect me? And it's like, like, I, it, it, you know, like if you're having a bad day, if you woke up on the bed, set, wrong side of the bed and like that happens, like that's easy. And somebody's not thinking about it because it's part of their life. Never once made a problem. And like, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Like, I support your reasons. I think anybody out there right now who's on the edge of it, who thinks maybe I want to take a week off or a day or a month or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's always come back. You know it's come back. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you know, the thing that 
when I, what, I took a, a I, I did the, well, I did the Sober October mm. before we met. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I've talked about before, like I have uh, addictional tendencies and my, I don't know if that's a word, addiction, <laughs> addiction, ten, I, we both did it. <laughs> we fit so great together. <laughs> Um, addiction tendencies in my blood and, um, cannabis is really my thing, but I did have a moment where I was like, am I an addict? Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. Which is like, we've all been there because the place that I come from, doesn't matter if you smoke once, doesn't matter if you smoke every five days, you smoke once and it's like, stoner. Okay, <laughs> like I okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and and so I'd I'd been facing a lot of judgment around that, and um, because I'd let some people in my life into it, I had I feel like for a while in my life I had to shield that shit. Some people out there know what I'm talking about. You have to shield, um, you know, some kids when you're younger, or like you've got some people in your life who just like would never approve. That's the devil's lettuce. I can't believe you'd do that to your life, you drug addict. And I'm like, I'm not a drug addict. Like, <laughs> stop saying that shit. God, I fucking hate that. But, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's being authentic and being a part of who I am and, like, you understanding self-expression, me understanding self-expression, being on our own journeys and choosing, mm-hmm. right, and then choosing that love. Mm-hmm. And we have that moment. And, like, we both do our own thing, and we love and support that. Because you can't build an empire alone. You know what I mean? Like, you have to build something together. If you're building a home, building a life, you're building a relationship, you're building anything with somebody, you have to build it together. And that involves sticky fucking truth. Real shit. Yeah. It's worth it, though. Mm, Always. I want to talk about a little bit about as far as conscious relating goes the challenges that because we're just moving in together mm-hmm. so speak a little bit to what it's like to bring somebody else into your space because that's a big deal that look you know babe for the longest time, I was like, uh, it's like, no, come on in, move in. Uh, like, uh, you can move in. Like, because that's how I operate, uh, man. I operate in conjunction with my partner. Like, I, I feel like the last two long term relationships, relationships I've been in, we jumped into moving in together like on month two, you know, like right away. We were like, this is. Um, what we want to do because we want to share our lives together, you know? Right. And so it was just a different thing when we started dating and that wasn't even on the table, honestly, because he had two close homies uh, living with him and if he bounced, the whole thing would fall through. So, he, you know, you were holding the lease, you were the one managing the place. So, right. and so it wasn't even an option. And then it all just kind of like perfectly aligned. It was insane, you know? Was like, like I said. Everything's just going to happen exactly at the right time. And it really it's did. Coming. It really did. But it happened, what, I don't know, eight months in. Yeah. Yeah. Which for me is like an eternity. I'm sure that is not 
most people, most people probably wait years before they move in. But uh, for me, I'm just like, well, let's, if we're doing this, let's get on and do it. You know? Hey, are we gonna do this? Are or we not? gonna do this or not? And He's for me, it's also like a, it's like a litmus test. Like, how well do we operate on the daily? How well do we share space? How much of how really good of a team are we? Are are we a really good team? Okay, then let's do this. You know? And yeah. um, you I, find I, out quick. Yeah, and I did, I would say outside of that one fight in Amsterdam, I love the way we travel together. And I and we have also gone on camping trips together, and that mm-hmm. really showed in like road trips, and that showed me that we were a really really solid team. Um, and so far, it's been good. I mean, right now at the house, it's a little tight. We're still waiting for one of our housemates to move out, and that that's opening the space that we're actually going to live in and expand into. Right. Um, so we're kind of living on top of one another right now, and it's a little it's a little intense. Um, but even in that intense kind of cramped space, we're still crushing it, and it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah, it feels, yeah, really, it good. feels really good. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have any advice for anybody out there just going through it? Mm-hmm. Any wisdom that you can impart yeah, on our friends? I've got a couple ideas. Sure. So one thing that is so simple, you're going to just laugh. Um, I was... Uh, you could say I was on a medicine journey recently and I sat in the sun and faced the sun and opened my arms like I was hugging the sun, <laughs> hugging the whole world. And I just let that sun just beam right into my heart. And I felt it light up my whole body, you know, and I was like, wow, this is medicine. Just this simple act is medicine right now yeah so you know i have another piece of advice but but the first thing i would say is if you're really going through it i know this sounds gonna sound stupid but just go out get yourself outside get yourself underneath a tree or you know somewhere in you know just closer to nature and put yourself in that beautiful sun if you've got sun where you are maybe it's cloudy you know i don't know what the weather's like where you're at but um there is just something super medicinal about sun. I mean, actually, literally medicinal. It helps. Um, gosh, we're, we're going through this pandemic right now. Sun helps protect you. Go outside and smoke a J. <laughs> Go outside and smoke a J. Go day. for a J walk. Actually, weed, weed has been shown to be somewhat uh, helpful, I think, as well, which is kind of crazy. I mean, That's if, your ass. Depending on how much, right? You can't smoke too much. It's going to be hard on your lungs. But, um, but yeah, uh, so just get yourself in the sun and just let that sun bathe you. I know that sounds silly and simple, but it's just... It truly is medicine. The other thing I would say, and this um, might fat sound cheesy, but I have done mirror work, and it has been absolutely transformational for me. So what mirror work is, is looking yourself in the mirror, looking yourself right in the eyes, and telling yourself, you are enough. You're beautiful. You're handsome as fuck. Look at you. You're sexy. Mm. You're amazing. Mm. You're powerful. Yes. Just telling yourself these sentences of affirmation, empowerment. And you know, when it's coming out of your face, you might not even fully believe it, and that's okay. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you keep saying it, you will believe it. And then you will literally see that change happen in you. So I used to think I wasn't beautiful. And then I used to look at myself in the mirror and say, you are beautiful. Look at you. You're sexy. And then 
that changed my mind and then that changed my life. It literally did. So give mirror work a try and it might it might just change your life. It might just change your life, y'all. Some love and some light and some resources from the one and only Farron Rose. Whoop Find her on social media, Babe Handles. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Farron Rose. That's F-A-E-R-Y-N Rose. On Facebook as well, Farron Rose. Come check me out. Love to connect. Absolutely. Well, family, it's about that time. We want to thank y'all again for rocking with us. Just like the song says, remember now, wherever you are, man, wherever you're at, no matter what life has given you, you are enough. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Blunt time. What's the deal? I'ma play the field. Rap pack, we keep it real. Nothing but love to the people that paved the way. So a brother like me, he can get it today. Antoine, Erica, and 3K. Can't forget those ain't here today. R.I.P. J.G. and Pimp C. Pay your respect, so don't hold it against me. Devil, he calling me. He let it tempt me. God exempt me. Why you sent me here? What I think about year to year. What I've been through, these people only seen through a people year. You're listening to... Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.